Hello, hello. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. It is Sunday, March 21st. It is uh, episode 12. Big news. We've changed the recording day. Can you hear me pretty good? Absolutely. All right. Can you hear me good? So uh, if you're listening, we're changing up some stuff. With our scheduling change, we got Nate back. He's ready to go. We kind of lost Hunter. He wasn't available on Sundays, but it sucks. He'll probably come back do some guest hosting, maybe. But that's what parenting is. Parenting is just scheduling nightmares all the time. So it really is, I'm, honestly. I'm currently sitting in my truck recording this as my child's taking a nap. So <laughs> like, like you're just a MacGyver once you become a parent. So. I turned on uh, I turned on Elsa because that's what my daughter requested, and I feel bad for Cash because he is being forced to watch that with her. But is it Frozen or Elsa? Is there a different? Is oh, it I'm sorry. Yeah, Frozen, Frozen okay. too. So you know, not not only do the parents have to um, <clears throat> sacrifice, some of the other children have to sacrifice. So Cash is up there sitting with his sister watching Frozen. Luckily, I was built to be a parent when it comes to movies because. I've been an animated, like, I love Frozen, I love Coco, Moana, freaking uh, Onward is my, just, I love Onward, top number one Disney movie, and, like, people were like, man, so you watch these movies before you had kids, and I was like, yeah, totally, dude, I mean, I've watched, <laughs> like, so, like, I mean, parenting, parenting TV for me is fine until you get to the point, you know, it's a good thing that you bring that up, because it's like, man, some of these new shows where it's like they're singing, they're trying to sing and be educational, and I get it, but it's like, my gosh, this is, I'm going to kill like, myself. Yeah, it's like Baby Bum, and then there's a yeah. party, and uh, yeah. Gosh, you, ever, you ever find yourself driving down the road, and you're just, you're humming? Yeah, about to and, swerve into a telephone pole? Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> why, why am I humming a kid's song right now? Because it's all you watch. It's, oh, yeah, absolutely. You will do. You will sacrifice everything to keep that time <laughs> from going off. Like that's yep. just what you are buying time, just every second of the day. And I mean, I will watch. Luckily, our kid's pretty. I mean, at this point, she doesn't have a choice. She's helpless. Three months. So I mean, she's basically just sitting there watching whatever. But luckily, right now, it's just like ooh. Bright lights, big TV. I'll watch mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. March Madness, basketball. How is March Madness going for you? Uh, terrible. If anybody says that March Madness is going great for them, my first day was outstanding. My first you called, day. Was you called like, Ohio State and Purdue. No, no, those were the only two games I uh, I lost the entire first game. <clears throat> now yesterday was absolutely a shit show. Absolutely. Yesterday, so. yesterday was better for me, dude. I have Purdue yeah. and Ohio State in the Elite Eight playing. I had Purdue winning it all. I know. Call me what you want, but that's how that's how March Madness works. You're sitting there, <laughs> you're like, like you're looking at these teams like no way, and then all of a sudden you're you're the next like you're filling out these brackets. When you fill them out online, it's a lot harder because you don't see the big picture. You're just looking game to game, and literally right. every time. 
every time I got the Boilermakers in the championship winning because I love the Boilermakers and every time they let me down. So it is what it is. This is the favorite time of the year for dads. You know, it's the best time to get your your balls cut. Vasectomies. What's up? Whoop, whoop. I don't <laughs> ever want to do that, but I'm just like I understand why you do it so you can stop wearing condoms because that's not fun either. But we do not cut, we we don't condone that type of actions. Let's throw that Which out. One? Just, that's a disclaimer. Always be well, safe. We, oh yeah, unless you want to know. Yeah, you do whatever you want. I mean, you want to no, bite I, that bullet? Go for it. At least, at, at least, all uh, four of my uh, final four teams are still in. So I'm I have, there. I think I can get three. <clears throat> so I can still get three. I so think I have. I had a Big Ten Final Four. I've so got, like, I've got, I, I've got Iowa winning. See, that's not terrible. You can't, no. you can't do, you can't just do the obvious because then you're not going to win, and that's just, that's just how it works. Nope. nope. I yeah. believe I, I believe Iowa is a team that can score ninety points a game and can give it to Gonzaga. Absolutely. Yeah, Gonzaga's going to So, we'll see what Anywho. happens. Anywho. Anywho. How's parenting been for Nate? You know, it's been, I don't know, <laughs> seems like forever. That's probably been uh, like two, two and a half months since you've been on. So, it's been what a long, new things? It's, it's, it's been a long two and a half months, honestly. I've been, I've been, I, I, I fell into a state of depression. Uh, <laughs> every Tuesday it came around, I, I would sit here and I'd want to plug my headphones in and I, and I would think about the podcast. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, life's been life's been good um, for everybody. I've been I started building a swing set playset for the kids yesterday, and good lord. lord, is that a tedious ass job? No children's. No children's. I mean, uh, toy I is easy to put together. Two years ago, I built a kitchen that took me three and a half hours. I was not expecting that. Like I gave myself, you know. I said, I'm not going to start this thing. Let's put, I'll wait till we put the kids to bed after, on uh, Christmas Eve and had no idea how long it was going to – they need to put that on the boxes. Like, hey, you need to at least give yourself such and such amount of time for this job. So we put the kids to bed. We got all the, toy, all the, the presents out. We situated everything. And by the time I started, it was 11 o'clock, 11 p.m., christmas eve and i didn't go to bed till about 2 a.m so i'm I'm pretty sure everybody's in that boat but uh they yesterday to, i started they that need swing to set. installation they need to offer up installation they don't do like they give you like options if you buy an appliance we'll pay a little extra we'll, we'll install it if you mm-hmm. buy this thousand piece because every children's toy is the smallest pieces as many as they can get we will. I would pay fifty dollars for someone else to come and deal with that nightmare. Yeah, That's I would. Fine. I would agree. I would agree. So this. So this. So the swing set. Uh, my cousin Larry came over and helped, and it is worse than the kitchen. It's about a two hundred and fifty page booklet of instructions. There's three boxes of about five thousand different parts, and you. Go to the first step. It says grab this piece, this piece, and this piece. Well, obviously, again, there's three boxes and for this thing, and so now you got to go back into the booklet and find that part number, search where it's at, 
and then find out what box it's in, then go over to the box and then search within that box and read every number that's on every piece to see which one's the correct piece. So not only is it just putting the thing together, you spend more time finding which part you need in which box to put it together. <clears throat> so Why is it so hard? I, I mean, it's, it's crazy, honestly. It's, it's absolutely crazy. So we spent about four hours yesterday and we probably got a quarter of it done. I just can't. I can't with these. It's like, listen, these people have children. We need to make things easier for them. Oh, faster. Then, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah sends cash out side while Larry and I are doing this thing. And literally it's, Hey daddy, Hey daddy, daddy, can I get on there yet? And I'm like, cash, no, go over there and play. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Dad, can I have a Capri Sun? Dude, I'm trying to concentrate on this thing. And at, like after an hour, I said, Sarah, come get his ass and get his ass inside. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that's the element of every project now. It's like you're not only just doing projects, you're now doing projects while trying to supervise a human. So, like, 100%. Gotta, so it's like you can't devote your focus into it. You've got to read instructions. you got three different boxes. By the time you are like, okay, this is in this box. I need to go to this part. You walk over to the box. Your son says Capri Sun. No Capri Sun. <laughs> you turn back around and you're like, what the fuck am I in this box for? Yep. You got to turn. You got to start. Yeah. Yep. You got to start right, all over again. It's just, it, I mean, that is, I mean, we are, we got to, we got to figure this out. Like we got to learn how to make things simpler. Yep. We we simplify everything except for putting and you know children's toys together. And what's crazy is, you know, obviously you're way more hands-on than I do because that's what you do for a living. But there's a sense of pride and a, a sense of accomplishment building something like that. So <clears throat> we went and hung out with, uh, with Jason, Jason and Joss last night. And mm -hmm. they're like, dude, you've got to pay somebody to do that. Surely there's somebody you can pay like 50 bucks and a case of beer to get it done, right? But a part of me with my pride is like, no, I want to get this thing done for my children. I want to build this thing. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm starting to second guess going, yeah. who wants to do this? You're debating I'll give, it. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you two cases of beer. This is what I'm saying. Like, okay, I, I realize where you're at. But you're. I think what you got to do is you got to send your son away because your son's old enough to know if he's seeing somebody else out there building it. You're not building it. I so agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. So send then, him away. Send him to daycare. Bring the people. Bring him back. You built it. That's in the story. We're moving on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Because, yeah, you can't do that. I don't think in front of any kid, once they start to realize, oh man, my kid, my dad can't build this. What the hell? Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't need him knowing that. Nope. I need him to grow, I need him growing up knowing yeah. that dad's just Superman. Yeah. There are no 100%. faults. 100%. Fake it until you make it. And that's just that. There we go. Uh, back, on to, back on to the parenting. Um, <laughs> Remy's getting. She's growing fast. Her hair's, you know, she's not looking like a baby anymore. She's starting to talk a hell of a lot more. Um, it's easier to understand what it is that she needs. She can go get what she wants. She can, she'll grab me by the hand. She'll show me what she wants. So, you know, once they get at, over that hump, in my opinion, parenting is still, still time consuming and, you know, still a chore. Uh, it's a, it's a great chore, but it gets way easier when you can, communicate with your children to a certain point to where they can easily tell you what they want instead of just 
pointing or just yelling and just whining. So, yeah, like, and I feel like it's more, more adventurous yeah. because right now it's like my kid goes from my wife's tit to my arm to burp to the floor to play yep. to her bed to nap, and we just recycle that. That's all it is. Like she's not yeah. like running around. We're doing the same thing every day, but I mean it works and it's it's good and we enjoy it. But it's like I'm ready for that time where it's like all right, the kids are like everybody's always like. Oh, just wait till your kid can crawl, or wait till like you know your kid's running around and you gotta have to chase them. Like you bite your words, and I'm like, no, I want that. I'm ready. I am ready for that. I may I may turn around, you know, when it comes and be like, shoot me in the fucking face. I'm an idiot. But for right now, I mean, yeah, I would because right now my kids just my kids just basically trying to kill themselves, and I'm just trying to keep them alive. That's exactly. that's absolutely. And I think I think you uh, said it probably the best it's it gets it becomes adventurous absolutely yeah. uh, and you can see their facial expressions when they finally can understand something and you know it it, it almost gives you that same facial expression for them and that that feeling it's 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 pretty it's pretty badass now does does like growing since all right so cash is three is he three is that right he's three yes he's three and then remy's like one and a half one yes one. yep okay so is there any time, like I was thinking about this, is there any time where like their growth kind of slows down in your eyes? Because like right now, I mean, it's like Ophelia is just like every day it's something different. Like she's yeah. not even the baby she was when she was born. Mind boggling. And I'm like, I wonder if this ever just kind of goes into a steady pace where it's just like, ooh, like you're like, oh, I can see this. Like, because I'm almost like waking up and I'm like, who is this kid? Like this is completely different. Like I didn't like, even, like before my yeah, eyes. Ca- cash right now. Cash is where he's at the point where you know there's no nothing's rapid right now anymore. Remy, she's growing like a weed. Her hair's now like I said, she's starting to look like a little girl, not a baby. Um, her her speech is just every day. It's a new word. Like I picked her up this morning and she had a book she brought to me and I went to turn the page and she stopped me and she goes, "Stop it." And I said, and I stopped right there. I said, wait, did you just tell me to stop it? And she shook her head. Yes. And I'm like, oh God, like that's the first time she's ever, I've even heard her say that word, but for her to even understand my, my question back to her and her say, yes, I was like, well, that's a, that's a stepping stone. That was a milestone we just hit. And that was, goes back to the communication. I can now communicate with her and her actually understand. So, yeah, my kid but, just looks like drunk. Looks like a drunk call. She's having like a drunk call. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the only thing with uh, with cash that I noticed with with growth wise is, which uh, the doctor said, and we were never you know worried about it whatsoever. But um, he talked very very early in his in his childhood, and literally he would start stuttering to where like he would like stomp his foot when he wanted to try to get something out of the uh, off his head off his mind and say it but he couldn't spit it out he he would try so hard and i was like he's really his mind's going so fast he he doesn't know how to just slow it down and say what he wants to say well they would come in waves so then he would stop stuttering and then it was like his speech went from 0 to 100 right so then yeah. he, he would start stuttering again 
and then it would just magically stop stuttering. And then again, his speech would go from zero to a hundred again. And literally this past week, he had his, uh, his doctor's appointment and we finally asked the doctor and she said, this is totally normal for a three-year-old to be stuttering. And dude, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday, he stopped stuttering. And again, his speech went from zero to a hundred. So it's literally, his mind is going so fucking fast and you can see his eyes in his mind. He's like, I know what I want to say. I, I, I just can't because he'll be looking over here trying to focus as he's trying to say it. I'm like, dude, hey, settle down and focus. And then he'd finally spit it out. But, dude, it's it's crazy. It's like night and day, stuttering, stopping, and his speech is just ridiculous. Sounds like you got so, fucking genius on your hand. I'm, think, uh, I'm thinking genius. It could be, I hope. I like a mega mind. Hopefully he's an athletic genius. I'm okay with that. I'm always I'm always trying to figure out, like, all right, what's my kid doing differently that's going to make him rich? Let's make him. <laughs> oh my what kid! Can, what, what can I ingrain in him right now that I know that's gonna make him wealthy later? As a woman, it's golf or tennis. That's just it. Sports. I, tennis, would, I golf. would agree with that. Longevity. I great two sports. Not that anything's wrong with the other ones. Everybody out there, but those two right there, I think, especially with scholarships. I, you know, we were talking about it uh, about a year ago, just talking about scholarships and whatnot. I was told that the most scholarships that go unused in any sport is women's golf oh yeah that makes sense so i mean you could be mediocre and you know obviously a school wants to fill a team you know i think your chances of getting that scholarship's pretty high pretty school but it's the it's the it's up to the the girl to want to be able to just want to do it period so maybe Mate, we'll, see. Hey, we'll see if she has on, a to, on to sports by the way um, I am now two weeks removed from coaching three to five year old basketball. Yeah, I was about to ask, how was that? Let me tell you how exciting that was. <laughs> Have you ever heard of herding cats? No. Yeah, because it doesn't exist, because you can't, right? <laughs> well, just let's say. It's the same way with three to five year olds on a basketball court. Like, dude, there there's kids that are just running off the court randomly to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa to get a drink or a snack. And you gotta, as a coach, go round him up. Well, by the time you're getting him back onto the court, there's another kid that's swimming, laying down on his belly on in the middle of the basketball court while kids are running around him acting like he's swimming. Is it a high-scoring game? How many, like, a lot of points going on? Oh, hell no. Dude, it's just, it's it's mass chaos. Are they dribbling? Are they dribbling? I wouldn't call it dribbling. Call them traveling? I would call, call, oh, dude, there's kids that take it. And you try your best. After a team does score, you say, okay, you know, Cash and Axel sit here. Now, Cash, I want you to pass it in to Axel. Now, Axel, dribble and go down the court. Well, most kids will grab it and they'll just sprint to the basket on the other side. And you can, and you're yelling as a, at the top of your lungs going dribble, dribble. And obviously they're three and five and they, they don't listen. No clue. But uh, th- to the dribbling portion, a lot of them will try it's dribble, dribble, kick across the court with my foot. So now the entire two teams are chasing the ball onto the other court because it just got kicked by the one child. And it's just, 
it's mass chaos for 30, how many games 30, are going on at the same time? Two. You have, <laughs> yeah. you have side by side, and it, it, dude, it's just it's it's batshit crazy, honestly. I'm trying so, to feel like I feel like I feel like the main thing is social interaction, getting your kids. Yeah, I think so. Their kids. The, the one the one thing that we ran into with that was, you know, obviously going from three years old to five years old. Those five year olds are a, a hell of a lot more developed skill wise. Yeah. So these three year olds, these three year olds are struggling, struggling and struggling. And then they're looking and watching these five year olds do things so much better than them. I had one kid just get upset and start crying. And he's like, I'm not as good as them. I'm just not good. And I'm like, you're also three and that kid's five and he's five inches taller than you. <laughs> did he take yeah, that? You see, you see, did, he take, did he take your advice pretty well? <laughs> no, he's a fucking three-year-old. Hell no. He just looked at me with like, just, what? just like he looked through my soul, like shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you make no so, sense. You're making no sense. But, to me. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, I don't really in his mind he's going i really don't give a shit what you say like i'm right you're wrong but in all honesty it was wow i've coached a lot in my life and i've never been a part of something like that and he starts baseball t-ball in the the middle of april next month so we'll see how that goes there's going to be a lot of don't run the third go to first first wrong way wrong way stand up quit tossing dirt so. I think I think these sports are a good opportunity for social events, but also it's a good little thing for parents to – I mean, unless you're the coach, which, you know, not every parent's coaching. Some of them are just kind of throwing their kids away. I might do that, just be like, oh, here you go. I'm going to go sit on the bleachers. Actually, all the parents are coaching their kids because, like you said, the kid's running off the court to their parents. So that's like the only people that are really listening to. I coached softball. I coached girls softball from – three to five years old you're like well chad your kid's only three months right well my best friend has a daughter she's 11 now so we're talking what seven years ago so i was like Mm -hmm. i'm 24 years old i was basically an alcoholic like i'm just partying all the time and i'm about to go out here and coach some four-year-old girls okay what's my first inclination i have no clue i don't know how to raise kids i told the four-year-old i told my best friend's daughter who's like well she was five and we were playing with three-year-olds as well. And I said, listen, take this ball and throw it, and she'll catch it. And she did. And the three-year-old didn't catch it, hit her in the face. She never came back to the team. That's my fault. <laughs> I apologize to her parents. But after that, that was the big aha moment. Like, oh, Chad, that's not what they're doing at all. Like, we need to, like, we need to back this up. Back to the base. Like, and not even the basics. Just like, listen, they're not actually out here playing the sport. They're just out here. I think it's, we're it's it's recess. It's recess. Yeah. You're tiring the kid out so they'll sleep. Yeah. You're getting them with other people so they're not annoying the shit out of you. You're getting out of the house. You're also at some point. I mean, they're learning a little bit, like you said, unknowingly. Like at three years, you're like whatever. Five years, you're still whatever. But they're definitely getting better. So I mean, I get it. And it's like sports. I mean, sports are big, but it's like I don't remember playing sports that early, but I know that I was. And I yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I played at three. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, I was probably it was probably like five. I think five is when we when I started everything. But like yeah, we like we were talk we talked about sports on an episode when you weren't around. We were talking about you know there's just so much because like I mean 
I know that you're big into baseball and you deal with a lot. Like, even coming up, did you play as much baseball as they're, like, playing nowadays? Um, that, that didn't – all right. So, what's changed is these – you had the town and countries and then you had the Little League-type formats. Those right. are what you played in the spring. But once those were over, you'd play some all-stars – and then, right. but that that wouldn't go into the middle of your summer. So you, as a child, had your summer. There was no travel ball, which right. you know that is so diluted in today's world and the the baseball uh, industry that you know five and six and seven year olds have travel ball and they're going from spring all the way to the end of the summer and they're playing all year round. You right. have that, yeah, because now you know these kids are getting instruction at like seven. Like we don't we don't do that until like ten. Like there's no reason for you to make a kid do that. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, because they're going, dude. I, I, dude, I could do this. I could go on a, on this topic for fucking five hours. This is it's. I, some, I knew this would it's, be it's, for you because I. It's my it's it's mind boggling. It's it's hard conversation for me because those kids have to be children. You you have to allow them. You cannot make the game of baseball a job for them at seven eight. Even ten, to be honest with you, you have, right. there's got to be a time where they got to go enjoy themselves as children because by the time they're in high school, they're going to be so fucking burnt out because they never had a childhood, it's right? Crazy. I mean, so, I see some kids that are like, but then it's, yeah, I mean, just, absolutely. There's always going to be, but there's going to be a ton of them that oh well, you know, Johnny's having a pool party. Well, I've got a, I've got my seven year old uh, baseball tournament this weekend or tomorrow, like. Let the kid be a child at seven. Now, granted, I'm I'm a big uh, I'm big on if you make a commitment, you got to finish your commitment. You you don't quit. You know it is you have an obligation. You do it right? right. So I understand that once you start, you can't do it. You can't stop. But when it comes to that situation, when I was the travel ball was nothing until I was about uh, in eighth grade to my freshman year of high school is when the travel ball arena actually started out with you know you had the the indiana bulls and then you had the summit city sluggers and you had maybe like another couple but how it was structured was you only were able to play on those teams if you were damn good enough to play on those teams right right it was it wasn't that anybody you know (laughs) i'm not i i suck at baseball so i'm not gonna get on those teams oh but johnny's dad just put a team together I'm going to go play travel ball and I'm good because I'm on a travel ball team. Right. Right. I mean, it's so diluted that, you know, the town and countries in the little leagues are, I mean, I don't even know how they're still around to be honest with you. Like oh, I don't even know how they're crazy. still, how they even have leagues anymore. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy to be honest with you. It's, it's absolutely crazy. It is mind blowing. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it's mostly, with baseball and softball just for i don't know i mean there may be like a basketball situation that i don't read oh no there's 100 percent a basketball so i've got a kid who's from i'm not i'm not gonna throw out any names or any locations (laughs) um from a town from a town literally played on i think if i remember correctly like four to five different teams and was playing basketball like every day like if, if this team didn't have a game he's on this team he's playing on this it, dude it was it was the it was the craziest thing i've heard honestly 
I just want to be like, I just want to say, hey, I want to, I want to say, hey, to all these parents out here, this is from my, from my experience, from my social media knowledge, from everything I've seen in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. A lot of these kids, I just call them kids. Aren't I fucking old? Because a lot of these professionals are now younger than me, which is fucking weird. But oh, you're getting at 19, 20, 21 year old kids that are playing at the highest level of the game. But if you yeah, read, if you read kids. into a lot of these kids, they weren't, they weren't like they weren't bred by the fact that they played baseball year round, starting at four years old. They were bred by their God given talent. Like yeah, they correct. just, yeah, I would give you that. They just, yeah. and their own drive. Like you cannot force someone to be a professional player. Like you, they're going to have to, they're going to get to that age and they're going to be like, listen, I want to do this for the rest of my life. They're going to have to make that decision. Like you can't decide that. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm like, I want, like, I want my kids in sports. I want them to play a lot of sports just because I want to give them the opportunity. My thing is like, all right. My kid doesn't know, so I'm going to be like, here, try everything. Okay, try it all, and whatever you like, we'll go in that direction. If you're like, hey, I want to do it more, we'll go do more. I like I I like the opportunity where there is, like, hey, if he's like, I want to play baseball year-round, I'll be like, well, or softball, because I have a daughter. If I want to play softball year-round, I'm like, well, that's not a problem, because we can find softball all the time. But, I mean, I think, like, there's just – there's too many extremes. I mean, it's everybody's kid. You know, I've talked about it before. I'm, I'm I'm beating a dead horse, but I just, like, man, I'm like, man, somebody's – I feel bad. I feel like – I mean, I know it's all out of love. I don't think these parents are, you know, ever have bad intentions. I think this is just what they know. Well, I think a, a big portion of it – and let's be honest. Parents nowadays, will they will spend whatever amount of money they want – if they think that it's going to make their kid an all-star. They're just because, buying him into it. Yeah, absolutely. They think that guy is, is magical. That guy is going to just put that ability into their kids. If they, and we're talking kids that just naturally don't have it. Like the ability is just never going to be there. And these parents are going, well, this guy's magical. I'm going to spend $2,000 to, for this guy to work with him like he this guy's just gonna get my son to become an all-star it's just it's not like that because in their their eyes it, it's the keeping up with the joneses type of mentality well pardon my french fuck you my son's gonna be better than you so i'm gonna go spend you know 90 dollars an hour with this instructor who didn't even play college baseball but he's got some of these kids that have gone on to go play college well that was just the luck of the draw that kid was gonna do it regardless if he had you or not you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like so I feel like what like I do want to say, like, I feel like what we're talking about, everybody that probably listens to our podcast is on the same page. Cause I feel like a lot of these parents, if I look at them, if I've known them for a while, these are the guys that always wanted to be good at sports. They weren't good at sports. So now they're basically trying to live their lives through their child. Through their Absolutely. Kids. So it's like I it's like, hey man. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Right. It's just like, hey. You gotta let your kid have their own path. I mean, to each their own. It's your kid. I mean, so what? I mean, it is what it is. But that's just that. I guess that the kid doesn't have a choice. But you know, give them absolutely a give your child a choice. I mean, I mean let, let, let's be honest. I mean, I've played baseball at a high level. Baseball, I, I'm around it every day. I, I instruct it. 
you know, I guess you could say I'm that I'm the magical guy that maybe people look at me that way. I don't know, but you know, I remember cash was probably two and we bought him a, a T and a little, you know, play school bat. And I was, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, come on, buddy, let's do this. And naturally like, my coaching instructing instinct kicked in right and dude within within two minutes he was done like didn't want to have anything to do with it and i'm going okay i understand that this needs to be fun like he yeah he yeah he did not want anything i was like all right buddy do this and he's just like stop i was like well do it you're not doing it right and i'm like it was like a mind opening for me he wanted nothing to do with it he just wanted to enjoy himself and i i immediately you know took it the wrong way and tried to start instructing him. And I'm like, okay, this is enough. Like, I'm not going to push him. And I don't at all. He randomly by himself picks up the bat. He'll swing, he'll miss. Sometimes he'll hit it. And I say, Hey, good job, buddy. And that's all that I, I don't even try to do any more than that. Yeah. It's like, man, as soon as I, and it's hard, don't get me wrong. It is hard because I want nothing more to, but then to make him the best baseball player ever. If you know, if that's a, a, a possibility, but as soon as I go, Hey, do this. He shuts down and stops. Yeah. Now, hopefully that's not a that's not a a view into the future of not being a, a coachable kid. But no, he's three years old, man. Yeah, they don't. Like get it. I just got. I got to remember just just be three. Yeah. Be three. I want you to be four. Enjoy being four. Be five. Enjoy it. You know, even when he's twelve, I want you to be twelve and enjoy being twelve. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I'm not going to judge my kids for being terrible at Legos, even though I'm a construction worker and architecture. <laughs> like, hey, that's a great block that you put together there, Ophelia. Good job. <laughs> Grit your teeth and give them, like, don't give them the criticism until they're ready for it, and that's not for a while. So, right now. Long while. Long while. You're building the confidence, okay, and then finally you'll get to that. There's that fine line. I feel like if you keep building the confidence, they become arrogant. If you start with the constructive criticism, they become a good person. So wherever that fine line Parents, is, good luck. I don't know where it is, but just try it. And if you're, if you're somebody that – or, you know, are, if you're a married couple and you guys are thinking about having kids and you, you yourself is not a patient person, having a child will teach you the most patience out of anything in this world. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Right? I used to na- <laughs> no, you have no choice, and and literally, it naturally just becomes a part of you, and you figure out how to be a patient individual. Because I mean, you, you have no opportunity not to be. If you're impatient with your child, it's not going to be a fun process whatsoever. Oh, dude, I'm impatient then, as fuck, and I can find myself yeah. like a lot of it. I found it earlier today when I was trying to put Ophelia down for a nap. And, like, honestly, we're so used to her just, like, like she knows. And, like, you get her in the system. You get her in her swaddle. You get her in their nightgown. You close the lights off. Put on the sound machine. You start the rocking process. And it's just, like, straight to sleep. And today it was just, like, she was crying. And, I mean, I was literally – I'm in there for 20 minutes, and I'm doing everything that I know. And I'm just, like, this isn't working. And I was getting impatient, not at her – but it's like, I think the impatience come from, listen, kid, I'm doing this for you. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, it's the communication void that you're talking about. Like they don't understand what I'm trying to do for them. And I, I like I literally, I set her in the crib and I walked outside and I said, listen, babe, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it's not working. Could you help me? That, yep. and that was, I mean, that was a big thing for me, but I, like, I mean, 
not to get serious, but yeah, I mean, patience is the biggest thing. It's hard. It's going to be hard. You're you're just going to get frustrated. So that's just how it is. And that was uh, the patience was the, the mind. It opened up my mind when, it goes back to the when we got that tea and that 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 bat for him, yeah. and I immediately went to to instructing him, and he wanted nothing to do with it. And I caught myself going, "All right, you need to settle down. He's three years. He's fucking three years old, dude. Yeah, like you're literally trying to instruct him like he's fucking twelve. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, be patient with him. Like just relax. And ever since then, I it's been pretty smooth, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, it's just like it's crazy. It's crazy what your kids will teach you. As a grown up, as a grown ass man, what your kids can can teach you. It's not always about what you're teaching your child. They're gonna teach you how to be a certain way as well. Oh yeah. It's crazy. It just it's like crazy. you you're gonna change a hundred times tenfold. You're gonna start going to bed at seven o'clock at night and not sleeping. And yeah, you're yeah, you'll become a completely different human. It's wild. It's unbelievable. Yep. Well fun. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. It's wild. Oh, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean it's I enjoy every ounce of it. Are there hard days? Absolutely. But the best part of my day is waking up and being with my children and, you know, putting my children down. Dude, the best day, like, I don't, like, everything that makes it worth it, my baby wakes up so happy all the time. I don't know if everybody's kids Mm -hmm. like this. Like, literally every time my kid wakes up, a 30-minute nap, sleeping all night, literally as soon as you look at her, she will look up at you and just give you a big-ass smile. And I'm like, well, there it is. There it is. I don't care what. Like, we're good. We can do it now. And then they do that big old stretch and everything, a miniature version is mm-hmm. so much cuter. And I'm just like, this is real. Yep. That's where, that's where. Wait, till, wait, wait, wait until you're dead asleep and you know, you know, you've had a long night the night before and your daughter is screaming at the top of her lungs, daddy, daddy. So a part of you, a part of you is going, oh, just another 30 minutes, please. Right. Not enough sleep, maybe a slight hangover, but then you're like, but doesn't that sound so sweet when how she's saying daddy and you're like, okay, all right, I'm up. Come here, babe. I got you. And then she just wants, she puckers her lips and gives me a kiss and juice. And then as soon as she get, you get the juice, it's, it's all over. She's running around rampant. (laughs) And we're up. (laughs) And now the party starts. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to bed at like 4am and I woke up at 10 that was my own choice because I'm hanging out with the guys playing video games and stuff. It's not like I'm trying to feel bad for myself, but I feel like I've, we've trained. Our, you train your body as an adult when you have children. You train your body to basically run off of three hours sleep at a time because, I don't know, for me, it's like that's the window. Your kid's eating every three hours, so like when they're really young, they're, yeah. they're sleeping in between. So that's your sleep cycle. It's like you're sleeping three hours at a time, but then, I don't know, like looking back, it's like before I had a kid, I don't. I, I couldn't imagine doing what I've done. And now I'm like, now it's just my no, life. You've slept, you, you would have slept till 2, 8, 2 p.m. Yeah, now it's just my life. Because, because you could, yeah. Now it's just normal. Like Absolutely. I'm waking up and I'm like, like I did it last night and I did it again tonight. Like I've woke up, I've gone to bed really late and waking up pretty early. And I'm like, what, 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 how am I able to do this? And it's just like, this is what, like your body's instinct is doing. And I think, I mean, just to be a parent, like that's just. I mean, you're going to like, yep. you're going to be like, well, I got to be a parent and I still want to have time with my friends. So I'm going to sacrifice some sleep. Now I'm going to die tonight and I'll probably sleep like 15 hours. But then <laughs> that's how it works. You, know, you just got yep. to figure it out. Or, or you wait for that, that nap time and you take a nap on the same schedule as your child. 
Oh yeah. When you get an opportunity to napping while your child's napping is a crucial part. It's like honestly, and in, in, in our house, it's literally a race with Sarah and I to get that nap in on the weekends. Like, okay, they're down. All right, Let's bye. Go. I'm going to the basement. Yeah. I'm going to the basement. Lights out. I'm going to bed. Uh, uh, okay, we'll see. You in, and then, in and then, then an hour and a half. I hear a daddy, and Cash is already in the basement. I'm like, dude, you couldn't have slept another thirty minutes. <laughs> come on now. Or it's Sarah. Will you come get them? They're already awake. I want to go back to sleep. And I'm like. Natural. I'm like, yeah, I will because let's be honest, the mother does more than the father. It's just that's a natural thing. We've talked about that. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be the one to get it because of the shit you do. I'll never amount to to what you do. So, yes, I'll cut my nap short. I did get one though. I saw. I don't even nap. Be- I, I'm not a good napper. If it's not like three hours, I'm out. I'm not good at like 20 minutes or 40 minutes or anything oh, like that. See, I'm I'm huge power napper. I can't give me that 40 minute nap, and I am. Dude, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm better off just staying awake because I'll wake up drowsy and I'll be like, nah. No, but see, that's what the three that longer than like an hour and a half, I will be. I'm drowsy. That's too much for me. For reverse nappers, it's, it's, yeah. So, napping is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Sleep is not a not a thing anymore. So how is uh how is everything with you and uh, Rachel with Rachel back to work? Uh, pretty good. So we've, uh, last, so last, she's been to work with like two weeks now. The first week her parents came, stayed in the hotel. They came in every morning and they were there. It was both of them had a great time. Her mom's awesome. Cause her mom used to be a teacher. So she's just like, we've got her on a schedule. We keep the schedule. Her mom keeps the schedule. It works out perfectly. And like that first week was good. So then the second week was when we went to our, our, uh, our long-term daycare plan. Her mom's still coming Tuesday and Wednesday because she's retired. She wants to do it. Hell yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> Note to all parents out there: <laughs> if somebody says, "Do you want to watch your kid?" Don't feel guilty. Let them. Fuck it. If they they've just they've chosen that life. So I'm like, but like we have a we have a friend come who comes over. The best thing is three out of the four days. Rachel only works four days. Three out of the four days, these people are coming to our house, which is the biggest awesome that's the greatest thing about it like you people that taking your kids to daycare god bless you you are fucking saint because like there are thursdays i have to take her to uh to a drop off a friend of ours watches her on thursday and like you know you got to get everything ready i'm running around like i go work out and i come home and i just want to make sure like because it's like do i have everything i want to make sure everything's possible for this person to be able to take care of my child because honestly i feel I like, I know the kids are going to be taken care of because I, you know, I put trust in this person, but I want to make sure that this person has everything that they need to take care of the kid. But it's worked out. It was, we had a good week. Everything's, you know, we're getting in the flow of it. So it's going well. I think it's, it, it, it's hard to think like, it's like, man, we're going to be doing this for like the next two to three years. And like, yeah. I'm just like, cause like, I mean, you think about it, it's like, well, I mean, we're doing, I think I, it'll probably switch up, you know, cause life is, you know, we're not like we don't have an actual daycare. We have friends of ours that we that want to watch, so they're doing a day here and a day there. So it'll mix and match, and That's it'll awesome. be all changing. But the greatest thing, the best thing ever, like the luckiest thing for us is her mom is retired, and she just loves. They love to come up, and like we have a, she has a bed. Not we don't have a bedroom for her, but she sleeps in our so-called cat room, 
and like she bought a really nice air mattress and she loves it so like they're having the best time of their life i'm just like cool <laughs> all right what up? so let's take that in the rever- let's take that in the reverse so you were like you feel bad as a parent you know giving your child to somebody right yeah or 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 vice versa so this happened about two weeks ago um we have like three babysitters and they've been great they just now all of a sudden have just such busy schedules one went back to school yeah um one one was off she's a senior in high school so she didn't have uh you know in-person school she was always online so she was able to come over another one has uh clinicals and because she's in nursing school so it's like all at once all three of them just got busy so we no longer had anybody for Remy. So we're, you know, Sarah and I are going, you know, we got to do something, you know, it, it can't be, you're not going to get your work done. And I am, or vice versa. We both need to get our stuff done during the day, especially during the week. And she said, well, my dad, you know, I know he could probably do it for a couple of days a week in the mornings and, you know, at least up until, you know, Remy takes a nap. And then when she's up, she's up at like three, you know, the day's pretty much over, but I got all my work done. Right. But she's like, I just, I just feel bad. You know, I don't want him to, you know, I don't want to ruin his day. So then she told her, she had a conversation with her mom about that. And her mom said it perfectly. She said, Sarah, we are the grandparents. It is an obligation for us to, to help and be grandparents. Let us be grandparents. Don't feel bad. We want to do those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like let them be grandparents. And I never really thought about it. Like they want the kids as well. They want, yeah they birthed you they 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 raised you until you were 18 you were out of the house but they're not raising children anymore they would just want to have time with their grandkids so don't feel bad about it they should be the first ones to be asked at all times they just want to sauce your kids up you know what and i mean send them home high on sugar at 100 percent. so she's like yeah i didn't really think about that you are grandparents i'm i'm i'm, I'm treating you guys as if you're just the same person like a friend me asking a friend which that's not even on the same level but i think if you don't so you don't have that mentality then you take advantage of it like i think if you don't you don't think of it from the go like man i really don't want to ask my mom and dad every single time because then it's just like as opposed to you know like hey we're gonna take the daughter over to see the grandparents and we're all gonna be there versus Hey, can you watch our kid where it seems more like a job as opposed to them hanging out? But it like right. I can see in their in their mentality, you know, if you're doing that and you're like, I, I as long as it's okay, you know, if they're like, we really enjoy spending time with her. Cause it is hard when you're like, you know, as a parent, you're like, no matter who you're giving the kid to, you almost feel like you're putting a burden on that person watching Absolutely. Your kid. Even if it even if it is the grandparents, but like and that's what I was saying with like Rachel's mom, because like they were like, "Hey, she's gonna watch her Tuesday and Wednesday." I'm like, "She lives two hours away. Like, or like, is that something she like?" Because I just don't want to burn her out and make her turn. Because I feel like, you know, some parents who aren't ready to be parents kind of turn to their parents, the grandparents, and they almost like these grandparents have to turn back into parents. Yeah, absolutely. So, like it's a weird thing. So, but like. Like I don't want my grand, I don't want my, I don't want my mom and dad or my in-laws to ever feel like they're parenting our children because we're just never there with them. I want them to feel like they're grandparenting. So I get exactly where you're at. Yep. But I, like I, I understand Sarah 
And I think if you don't have that mentality, then you're going to take advantage of it. If you do understand where you're like, I kind of feel guilty, then you're going to realize, then you're going to appreciate it. Cause like, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't really have a, I don't think I ever had an appreciation for daycare even after I had a kid until we started daycare. Like it was like before when, yeah. when we were pregnant, it was like trying to find daycare. It was like, I mean, like people, like it's literally like getting into a private school. Like there's there, if you, there's a good daycare somewhere, they're always full. They're always lined up. 100%. There's babies coming in. And it's like, I guess everybody gets to uh, a new thing is like, okay, if there's a kid in there, their family has another kid, they like get grandfathered in. I'm like, well, maybe I need to have somebody adopt my kids so they can get into a good daycare. And then you also have that issue where it's like, listen, I mean, you have good reviews and everybody says you're great at daycare, but like, I'm a parent. This is my child, three months old. And I'm just giving a stranger. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no offense to anybody else. That's just, that's your mentality. So, I mean, I didn't really take yep. an appreciation appreciation of it until like these last couple weeks where it's like daycare is your hardest thing is parenting like figuring out and it's i mean super hard i feel like you know i don't know the mentality but i can see it from your perspective where it's like all right we work from home everybody's like oh well child care should be a breeze you guys are at home and i'm like yeah but they still gotta work and it's like then you're i mean your mentality is like like even you guys could get into that we're like hey we do work from home maybe we could save money watching our kids and trying to switch off but then the next thing you know, you're like, dude, this is a full time gig. Like, I need to be able to work. So even if you're at home, you still gotta have childcare. You got it. Like, you got. It. Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. I mean, we were having those one of those three babysitters come over, and we were in the house working. Yeah. And they were just upstairs in the room playing with with Remy. And this actually just happened two weeks ago. They got to the point where we're like, we've got to get her into something because we're not getting, we're not just not getting our stuff done. So there was a place in Lapel we took her took her to and dropped her off. Sarah teared up, and <laughs> literally it was it was literally just going to be for two hours to you know see how she you know reacted to it. We weren't sure how Remy was because she was she's been with us since she was a baby, obviously. And we literally picked her up, and it was like it was awkward. All the other kids were down. Remy was sitting there in the kitchen by herself in a high chair with some hot dogs in front of her and she had tears in her eyes. And when she saw me for the first time, she acted as if like I saw her first and she was just like dozed, like just looking off in the distance, like thinking like, what am I going to do? Like my parents just abandoned me. (laughs) Like I'm in this random ass place. And then when she turned her head and she saw me, the, the look of fear was so, strong in her face she couldn't get out of that high chair fast enough (laughs) and i literally got her out i handed her to sarah we we left and sarah we're not taking her back there we're not and i said that's fine that's fine she starts preschool in, in the fall and then that's that that brought the conversation up like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna ask my dad if he can watch her in the mornings for a couple of days a week and that's where we're at currently but it was yeah, it was hard, dude. It was it was hard. I remember like I, I remember crying like crying when my mom took me to preschool and like I, I was like, Oh, you're leaving me and like I mean eventually it got to the point where it's like but I mean I was like four or five, like Remy's one and a half years old. It's hard to 
you know, as a parent, yeah. hey, like the kid doesn't realize it. Like that's another thing where you're like, listen, I'm doing this for you, but I understand. We, yeah. And mom, mom and dad are yeah. going to come back. We yeah. didn't just leave you forever. You don't understand. 100%. You're only seeing what's happening. You don't get the long advantage of this. And it's like, right. It's fucking but I said, I, I sat there and I put, I, I, I put myself in her, like I put myself in that high chair as if I were her. And I was thinking like, what, what could be possibly going through her mind? And it actually like, it upset me. I'm like, yeah, like she's thinking, I don't know that lady. I don't know that lady. I don't even know this place. I'm alone right now. I have no comfort. What am I going to do with myself? And it dude, it upset me. And I was like, I get it. Yep. You're coming with me. You're going to stay home. We'll figure this shit out. You'll start preschool with your brother in the same place in the fall because already he's already there. And if you have a, another child, they're able, like you said, grandfathered in and they'll accept another kid. So yeah, it was hard. Honestly, cash wasn't as, it wasn't as tough for me with cash. Maybe it's because she's my, my, my little girl and I, I treat it differently. I don't know, but cash was easier. Remy, not, not anywhere close. It's a, it's a fucking, it's crazy, man. The emotional, I'm not an emotional person, but like I said, like now I'm like, anytime I have a kid, (laughs) maybe like a baby on TV screen, I don't care if it's a movie or a fucking, like a, like a newsreel, whatever. If there's a kid on that screen, my heart is like in the top of my chest and I'm like, what is happening? Is it good? Is it bad? Is someone loving that child? Like, is there a parent? Mm -hmm. What is going on? And I'm like, I'm like, who am I? I'm like, I'm not even a man anymore, but it's like, it's awesome. I love it. It's that, you know, you're, you're you're just like, you're going to live in fear. Like you're going to have a kid. And like I was telling my friends the other day, basically you're raising this human who unknowingly is trying to kill themselves and you're just trying to keep them alive. Like that's all it is. Yep. They just, that's a very good way to put it. You're not parenting. You're not parenting. You're just protecting at this moment. Yeah, It's just like survival. You're yep. sleeping on edge. You're like, what the fuck's going on in the middle of the night? Is this kid going to roll over right now and suffocate to death? Probably not. Yep. But you're, you're worst case scenario every time. If you're not, please tell me what, what medication are you taking? Cause I'd like to get on it. Cause I'm, yep. I'm the biggest, like Rachel, like Ra- I feel like there's like two types of parents. Like Rachel worries, but she understands. I don't, mm-hmm. I have no concept. I just am like, she's going to die tonight. And I don't know, like, I don't want her to. Like, I literally sit there and I'm like, God, please, for the love of God, don't let me kill this child. Like, uh, yeah. you, you know what's crazy for me is when I sleep, dude, I could, there could be a tornado, pick up my house and throw it, and I'm going to stay asleep. Yeah. Right. But when I had my children, we all, both of them from the youngest age, always slept in the, uh, the little bassinet. Right. And always put them on my side. Obviously, Sarah's doing the breastfeeding. She's doing most of the, the work. So at night, the passy falls out. There's a cry. I'm the one that rolls over. But I was so on edge with both of them that even if they moved their foot and I heard, heard it rub like the, the blanket or the, the bassinet, they were up. I, I rolled over and I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> okay, you're fine. Okay, you're fine. All right, all right. Yep. I never would have. I, 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 it's it's like it's crazy how natural your body, like you said, adapts to being a a father or a parent naturally. Yeah. Like I, I would, never would have thought that I would be able to wake up that simple. Yeah, I wake up and check on my kid even when they're not making noise. 
No, there's <laughs> been times where we have the, the, the camera and we're downstairs and I want to check the camera. They're quiet. they're quiet. Yeah, what's she doing? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go up there and make sure they're breathing and put my hand over their face and yeah. see if I can feel them breathing. I'm like watching or... the camera like, can you see that thing? <laughs> is, it moving? Or... Is, the, is the belly going up and down with the each breath? Like, like what's, what's going on here? Did my kid just die laying there? Like, I don't like that's literally all I think is my kid's just going to stop breathing. It's, why? But, but, no reason. but why do you think that? No, well, there's There's things that happen like that. And you hear about them, you're like, that's not going to happen to my child. That's not happening. So I'm on edge. I'm just on edge. It's awesome. Become a parent. Parenting's great, guys. You're gonna love it. (laughs) Like I mean, and you really are. It's it's like you you you're you're hectic. You're you're out of your mind. You're losing your mind. You're worried to death. Like these are all the things of people getting ready to go into depression and suicidal. But it's the it's like the exact opposite. I don't like. (laughs) I don't know. Like I don't get it. We love it. I love it. Like if you take. If you take the kid out of this, I would never do this in my fucking life, ever. Nope, no, not the not the mass chaos. Yeah, you put you not put the... this little human in there, and you're like, oh, definitely, I would do this for them. Yep. And they could be a dick. You don't even know that they might end up being an asshole when they grow up, but you still don't so, care. You just love the the quote love. It's a love hate relationship. I think goes so well with being a parent. You love them so much. But there's sometimes where you hate being a parent so much. You're like, shit. Really? You just shit everywhere? Right. But 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 then you go, it's okay, I'll get it and not be mad. And you know the, what I mean? The craziest thing ever is some of us want to do it again. Like I Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, right? I'm like, let's do it again. Like I'm yeah. literally like I'm so like I was frustrated with my daughter this morning because she's not going to sleep. I'm losing my mind because like I can't help her. I want her to go to sleep. I'm trying to help her. That's the frustration. And like I'm like, uh, babe, can you help me? And it's like we're sitting there, and sometimes you sit down after you put them down to bed, and you're like, damn, this is a struggle. But I'm also sitting there like, let's do it again. Like it's like yep. it's like, hey man, yep. let's, let's ride this shit show again. I don't know what it is, but like. I don't. I guess you can't explain the reward, but it's. I guess it's. Fucking- you really can't. You really can't. And I actually uh, had a conversation with a buddy the other day, and I said, "You guys gonna have any more?" And he, I've never had anybody answer that question so fast with a no, absolutely not. So it's like some of those people are just they're they're made to really not be a, a parent. You know, they obviously had a child, but they're just like they're the ones that just it's not a love love hate type thing, or you want to do it some more. It's Yep, I had my child. I know what it's like. I don't want to do it again, and I am one hundred percent positive I don't want to do it again. And me on the, on the other hand, I th- I think I was put on this world to be a father. I mean, being a father to me is my biggest accomplishment. I love it. It's it's everything to me. I it's awesome. I'd have five. I think honestly, yeah. swear to God, I think it's I think it's cool as shit. I would I would toss them out of Rachel's vagina like it was nothing. Yep, but like, and my wife so, like honestly as our child's coming out of her vagina, she says, I'm never doing this again. And we're three months in and she's, I've already had the words come out of her mouth. If we have another child, like, Oh dude, it's, it's like clockwork. Absolutely. To, to go from that to that in three months, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm yeah. leaning towards another kid in a couple of years, maybe not, maybe even a year, 
I'm cool with that. Like I, like my wife started out with like everybody's like she's not getting married, she's not having kids. She got married to me, which is the worst. Like <laughs> Chad's the one that talked her into marriage, whatever. But then she's like, I'm not having a kid. Talked her into having a kid. She's like, we're well, definitely not having a second. But she's already saying if, and for me that's a yes because I'm I'm that guy. I'm turning yep. if into yes every time. And let's be honest, practicing making babies is a great time. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. You guys should try it. I recommend it to everybody. (laughs) Recommend it. Highly recommended. Well, hey, man, it looks like our time is done. Good show. It's different. You know, it's nice coming out here. I'm sitting in my truck in my garage in my driveway in my house, which is weird, but it's fun. It's Sunday. We got Nate back. We're going to start bringing some guests on, hopefully. Nate will bring in some more people. We're going to bring more people. Hopefully going to get some, you know, get the viewers going, sharing on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Show your friends. We're on all those things. If you're listening to this, then you've already found us. But I think it was a good episode. Uh, we started ending with a dad joke, Nate. Do you have any good dad jokes? Oh, dad jokes. Oh, man. On the spot. I don't. Out. I printed them out. I think that's the dad. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to print it out and be prepared for that. Want yep. to hear a joke about construction? I I'm would still, love to. I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, two goldfish get... are in a tank. One says to the other, "Do you know how to drive this thing?" <laughs> these are good this is this is the internet if you need a dad jokes go to the internet when you're picking up your white nikes and your jean shorts and your tall socks get on there and print out those dad jokes you're gonna fucking need them you know, hey and, and 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 for the people that we're gonna have on here as guests you are to have a dad joke prepared to say it if you are a guest you don't get out of that. You're you're you have you have some homework. So get get ready if you're gonna be on. Yeah. I need to start preparing, but hey man. Finn oh shoot. I hope I didn't Oh hey there we go. I forgot I was on my phone. That's my fault. Um but yeah, uh hope everybody enjoys it. Uh Nate, have a great week. Um I'll probably talk to you on the phone sometime. Uh, happy parenting to everybody listening to this. Uh, and we will see you guys all next Sunday. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play golf. Right now? In about yeah. two hours. Man, didn't, didn't get that invitation, but all right. Well, it's been <laughs> fun, guys. I'm just going to go back inside and parent my kid and watch my wife put on prom makeup. So here's my life.